Alright, well, when it's 4 a.m. and you can't sleep, why not make a podcast? Let's just play something here for you. I can just assume, I mean, I come really, really hard against 45. I come really, really hard against his administration. And I don't hold my tongue. I want to ask you about Jesse Smollett. I think that's horrible. Uh, it doesn't get worse, as far as I'm concerned. Were you aware that he made that statement? I saw it. I don't know what to say to that. You know? Um, you know, I appreciate him not brushing over it. And there is no doubt in your mind what motivated this attack. I could only go off of their words. I mean, who says empire this MAGA country ties a noose around your neck and pours bleach on you and this is just a friendly fight I will never be the man that this did not happen to I am forever changed and I don't subscribe to the idea that everything happens for a reason but I do subscribe to the idea that we have the right and the responsibility to make something meaningful out of the things that happened to us, good and bad. Why do you think you were targeted? I can just assume, I mean, I come really, really hard against 45. I come really, really hard. So that was Juicy Smollett uh, two years ago after his hoaxed hate crime. Uh, today he was convicted on five out of six counts uh, of, of what is oversimplifying. We're oversimplifying it by calling it lying to the police. Uh, most places it's called, it is called filing a false report and or making a false statement to the police. Um, We'll get into that in a second. Secondary here. This is Big John. You're here on Americana, the American way. You can find me on all the podcasts and Rumble uh, under that title. You can find me on. Let's see if I can remember all my social medias. Twitter, Getter, and. Gab at the real underscore Big John, and you can find me on Parlor at the real Big John, all one word. So today, Jussie or Small A was convicted of five counts out of six filing false reports. But let's look at some of the great, great misquotes. Uh, you know, he, he started that little clip there uh, on, it was on Good Morning America, saying that he was the target of this hate crime because he comes at 45 hard, meaning President Trump, the 45th president. Nobody knew who Jesse Smollett was, or just Jesse Smollett. I believe they, I, I heard it reported that in 
court, he preferred it to be pronounced Jesse Smollett. Uh, anyhow, so I'll probably mispronounce it seven or eight times. Okay, so he wanted attention. Nobody knew who he was before this hate crime hoax. Okay? Nobody knew who he was. Furthermore, it's been admitted by the two men who staged the hate crime with him who are possibly gay lovers of his not which I mean, if he wants to love on gay men that's his business but i'm just pointing out a fact he did say that he and one of the attackers did drugs and pleasured themselves in one another's presence they they participate in self-gratification in front of each other. Try, try not to be vulgar here. That came out in court. But yet, his attorneys are saying they're going to appeal this. He, one of his attorneys said that they would... Uh, or she asked for a mistrial, pardon me. And the other one said... We're going to take this to the Court of Appeals. Because Jussie was convicted in the public eye by the media before the trial began. But let's get some things straight here. Some very powerful people came out in 2019 very hard on Jussie Smollett's side. And frankly, I do not in any way, shape, or form condone hate crimes. Uh, when this happened, I was appalled, like most people were. Uh, you had a couple of days of uh, all the celebrities on social media going off on, see, look, that mean old Donald Trump, he starts these uh, crazy white Nazi crackers on their hate sprees again, blah, blah, woof, woof. And then they all had to take those tweets and Instagram and Facebook posts down because a couple days later we found out he was lying. But uh, Joe Biden's intern who runs his Twitter, because Joe Biden don't do, he, that man can't tweet. You can't put together a complete thought. But anyways, this is what Joe Biden's Twitter fed read uh, around January 29th, 2019. What happened today at two day two at Jussie Smollett must never be tolerated in this country. We must stand up and demand we no longer give safe give this hate safe harbor that homophobia and racism have no place on our streets or in our hearts we are with you Jussie strong statement if this hate crime were true I'd agree with that 110% but Jussie lied Did uh, 
President Biden, uh, then, I don't know if he was a, he wasn't officially candidate Biden then, but he was running for the Democrat nomination. He never retracted that, even after it was proven that Jussie Smollett, 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 whatever, you know I'm talking about. After it was proven he lied, he never retracted that. I was talking about some great misquotes. You know, Donald Trump, uh, the full statement, as close as I can remember, about the southern border. He starts out by saying, I'm sure there are some good people coming across our southern border that just want to, you know, come to America and be citizens. But there are also, there are also rapists and murderers. The media told you that Donald Trump said all Mexicans are rapists and murderers. Not Donald Trump's full statement. But the, they won't tweak or change or do anything with these statements. Even today that they've been, after Jesse's been proven a liar, the media won't change what they said. Or they won't say, they won't hold Biden and Harris's feet to the fire over their tweets. Now, hatred and homophobia must not be tolerated in this country. It's not. It has not been tolerated in my lifetime. I'm 45 years old. I do not remember a time when saying a racial slur or a homophobic slur was ever acceptable. We, we got detention in school for saying those things. If you did it repeatedly, you might have got, even gotten suspended from school. In fact, uh, one of my favorite teachers, she eventually became a principal and a kid's, a kid's an elementary school kid called another elementary school kid a homophobic term. This was like a good 10, 15, 20 years ago. I'm getting up there in years, folks. And that was more like 10 years ago. So, whatever it was. She suspended the kid for a day. I happened to be standing in line behind this kid's mom at the store. And she said, uh, that, that Mrs. Ferguson, she's so bad. She suspended my kid for saying F-A-G at another kid. And my son doesn't even know what that word means. And I'm standing there thinking to myself, it ain't her fault your kid's homophobic and stupid. So, there's no tolerance for homophobia, racial, or sexual preference, hatred. There's, there's no tolerance for hate in this country. Okay? The Charlottesville incident. Donald Trump said, I totally condemn racism, Nazis, 
neo-Nazis and skinheads. And then he went on to say, and I'm sure, you know, there were probably some good people there on both sides. And I'm sure there were some bad people on both sides. The media cut that down into, oh, I'm, there were good people there. And they blow it up into Donald Trump says racist neo-Nazi skinheads are good people. A bunch of dumb crackers walking around Charlottesville with tiki torches from Walmart. And Trump... Repeatedly condemn racism but the media didn't tell you that they probably told you this though this is what vice president <coughs> sorry current vice president and then uh, at the time I think candidate for the democratic nomination who got less than 1% of the vote, but hey, let's make her vice president. Kamala Harris had to say about Jesse Smollier. At Jesse Smollier is one of the kindest, most gentle human beings I know. I'm praying for his quick recovery. He was recovered the minute the police walked into his house. Anyhow, she goes on to say, this was an attempted modern-day lynching. No one should have to fear for their life because of their sexuality or, the, or color of their skin. We must confront this hate. I got news for you, Kamala. One thing, better human beings than you, namely Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., one of my heroes, already confronted that hatred and it's done it's over it's a thing of the past but the the point to all this is the moral to the story is the media is not holding Kamala and Joe Biden's feet to the fire on this and asking them why didn't you retract your statements on Justice Smollett they can spin it into a broader term. Well, you know, we, we still have to uh, hate hate. We have to confront hatred. We can't tolerate. We haven't. We haven't since like the 60s or 70s. Yes, you've had some, you know, isolated incidents of some crackers doing some stupid shit. Uh, I hate racist people. That's why I'm getting worked up. You have these isolated instances, but this Justice Smollett thing was not one of those. And it was certainly not a broader picture of the overall racial atmosphere in this country. The way that the media and the politicians and Justice Smollett are trying to, to spin it. Nobody knew who Justice Smollett was. I'm sure there's like a handful of people out there that watched that show Empire who knew him but he got the whole cast fired for this stunt he pulled the the whole show got cancelled because of his shenanigans so I guess he was one of the key uh, people on the show 
Let me read you what the counts were against Jussie Smollier. Uh, count one, which he was convicted on, uh, accused him of telling responding Chicago police officer Muhammad Baig, his last name was spelled B-A-I-G. His first count accused him of telling responding Chicago police officer Muhammad Baig around 2.45 a.m., some 45 minutes after the purported attack that he was the victim of a hate crime. He said the two officers put a rope around his neck. The two attackers put, it was a shoelace. I shite you not. Or it may have been a piece of string. And he kept it around his neck. And it wasn't even tied in a noose. Like it was tied in a little knot. But I, I guess they were just. His point was they were just trying to make a point. They weren't really trying to hang him. Um, count number two referred to Smallier. Telling the same officer he was a victim of battery. Describing attackers beating and pouring bleach on him. Counts three and four stemmed from Smollier making the same claims but to a different officer, Kimberly Murray, later that morning just before 6 a.m. Count five accused Smollier again of telling Murray around 7.15 he was a victim of battery. Count six referred to Smallier reporting on February 14th, 2019 to Detective Robert Graves that he had been the victim of aggravated battery. He was found guilty on five out of the six charges. A special prosecutor had to be brought in by this because uh, I believe the ones in Chicago were friends of the Obamas, who are friends of Jussie Smollier. Uh, Dan Webb addressed the media and told reporters that his message to the jury was that Smollier faked a hate crime and then lied to the police about it and then compounded his crimes by lying to the jury during the course of the trial and insulting their intelligence. Uh, let's see here. Police, 26 Chicago police officers spent 3,000 hours of time costing the city well over $100,000 for a fake hate crime that never occurred. So the police were investigating this they took him very seriously and put in a lot of overtime uh, looking for these alleged attackers, trying to gather clues. And the more and more they gathered, the more they realized he was lying. Uh, I don't know what his sentence will be. See here, he spoke of detectives recalling working 36 hours with no sleep so other and so were other police officers because they had to trudge through
through these communities and get doorbells that had these cameras on it. Oh, they had to go out and collect evidence. They went house to house looking for uh, the doorbells with the cameras on them. So, so not guilty on telling the second detective he was uh, charged with aggravated battery. I want to see how much jail time and what kind of fine he's facing. This article doesn't tell me because it's Fox News and they suck. But that was the first one I could pull up that went into detail about the charges. Um, here's This is great. One of the attackers uh, testified that he is not gay and that his relationship with small yay is not sexual in nature. He also previously stated that he did not sell drugs to small yay, but merely acquired them for him. <laughs> the charges are class four felonies. So the attackers are the guys that Jesse paid to pretend to, to attack him are facing some charges too. Um, it says here, um, experts, okay, here we go. The charges that Smallier faced are class four felonies that carry a prison sentence of up to three years, but experts have said Smallier would likely be placed on probation and ordered to perform community service. Um, that, that's most likely what's going to happen. Um, I don't think he should go to jail for this. I think he's an asshole for what he did. And I think it's a, a spit in the face to anyone who's ever been the victim of a hate crime. I think it's a spit in the face to the civil rights movement, which experienced hate crimes repeatedly. I mean, look at uh, Martin Luther King Jr., the movie Selma uh, and the march on Selma, Alabama, they were peacefully protesting black folks for their rights and carrying American flags, wanted to be accepted as Americans and wanted to have our rights. And the cracker Democrat police down south blatantly beat them and sprayed them with high-pressure fire hoses, sick dogs on them. Those are hate crimes. And that, what Jesse Smollier did is a slap in the face to those people. So that's my two cents on Jesse Smollier and his uh, fake hate crime. Uh, I'm big on law and order. I don't like it when people file false police reports, whatever the case may be. Uh, and this was certainly a, a case of that. So, anyhow, I'm going to shift gears. I'm going to talk a few more minutes uh, about Christmassy. So, 
Let's take a brief break. Come back with something more positivity. Alright, we're back. favorite time of the year um, a lot of traditions going on um, you know we we over decorate our homes some of us like me uh, I didn't go too I wasn't too bad this year I um, have a, a Clark W Griswold inflatable I'm looking for the Ralphie pink nightmare inflatable Somebody else in my town got one before I did, and I'm a little upset about that. Uh, but, you know, the, the biggest thing to me is, you know, being charitable, being with family. Um, I'm doing a, a, an event this weekend, um, hopefully to raise money. I've already given some of our uh, proceeds because we had uh, sponsors and um, people pay to set up tables to sell their homemade crafts and things. Uh, and so from that money that was uh, raised off of uh, the vendor fees, I was able to donate to a, a toy and food drive already. Um, but I want to raise some more money on Saturday to... Uh, to um, donate to more toy drives. Um, my local police department is doing a toy and clothing drive for the kids uh, in town. And I, I, I thought I was going to have to go to the Marine Corps Toys for Tots. But since the local police are doing something, you know, I'll keep local money in town. But I always remember... You know, Pap and Grandma, we'd be out at the store or somewhere around Christmas time. And, oh, Bill, let's go ride through town and look at the Christmas lights. And, uh, you know, our church that I grew up in, they were always put up. Uh, they had a big wooden star. I don't know why I need to use my hands to describe it because I can't make a star with my hands. But, um for the Christmas Eve service, you know, there was, um, a big Christmas star that they would put out in front of the church. We went to a, a rural church with a big yard in front of the church, um, where you could put a nice big star. And, uh, that was always something cool driving up the, the road to the church and seeing that. And, uh, used to be all the churches in town would put out a nativity scene. I think most of them still do. It seems a little less... I don't know why. Um, but anyhow. Um, and we have some nativity scenes in town. The city puts one up. We still live in a good enough city that you're, you do that and, you know, screw the the 
atheist that took prayer out of school. We don't pay attention to her in, in my neck of the woods. And, uh, so we got that going for us. Um, but, but the people of the town this year have really gone out all out. Uh, so many beautiful homes, really excessively decorated. And I just think that's so cool, you know. Um, people are in that spirit of celebration, friendliness. For the first time in my life, um, the other day, I, and I was actually a little low on money, but I, uh, I went to, uh, Tim Hortons. That's a, like, coffee and donut place, except I wasn't getting coffee and donuts. I got a, a turkey sandwich and a bowl of chili. They have really good chili there. I think it's turkey chili, too. I don't know. Maybe it's not, but it's good. And so, anyways, uh, the person in front of me in line uh, at the drive-up, drive-through, paid for my my food. I was like, whoa, that's really cool. I wonder if I knew that person or if it was just a, a random act of kindness. Um, and tonight I was out working, um, driving. I drive for... Uh, uh, what they call ride share a couple different ride share services and um, there was a, a man standing at the corner with his little sign and <clears throat> usually you hand these people uh, money I, I usually do because um, I don't know their situation I, you know I don't want to I would rather get scammed and this guy was not scamming he was certainly in need because he's he was certainly uh in a bad mental health situation i could tell by the conversation he tried to have with me uh but anyways i had a passenger in the back and i rolled my window down just enough to stick my hand out and he started telling me about some building with a dome on it that must be a thousand years old. And I'm like, okay, sir, God bless, have a good day. And, you know, the light was green so I could take off. Um, and the, I was like, I don't know what he was talking about, but he was talking about something. And the, the person in the back seat was like, oh, yeah, most people just ignore him. I was like, yeah, maybe I should have, but I just can't help it, you know. And, uh, it's true. I mean, I don't, how, who am I to judge? You know, how, how do I know? Okay. One, I don't know that person's situation. They could, you know, legitimately be down on their luck, experiencing hard times and need help. Number two, sometimes you're entertaining angels and you don't know it. Sometimes God puts a person there to test you <clears throat> to see if you will answer his call. You know, I, I, I mean, maybe that guy was, you know, not a guardian angel, but someone sent there to test my, 
my spirit, my kindness, you know? I don't know. I don't know. So why not be kind? You know, what's wrong with just being kind to people, period? Nothing. Zip, zilch, nada, not a thing. And, you know, it, it, you, should, you should believe in Jesus. I do believe if you accept Jesus Christ, your sins are washed away, and you have a path to eternal life in heaven. I also believe if you are an atheist or belong to a heathen religion, that you are going to face eternal damnation in hell. But aside from that, I believe that we should all be kind to each other. You don't win people over to Jesus or God, um, Jehovah Rapha, my provider, or no, Jehovah Rapha, my healer, Jehovah Jireh, my provider, the great I am, he, whatever you want to call God, the God of Jacob, Isaac, and Abraham, the God of Israel, you don't win people over to him by being mean and, and doing unkind things. And the, the celebration of Christmas, you know, the word Christ is the first, <laughs> first half, first three quarters of the word, right? It's, uh, and people overlook that. They say, well, what does Christmas, what does uh, Santa have to do with Christmas? Or what does Santa have to do with Jesus? What's Christmas have to do with Jesus? Hello, Jesus the Christ. The first part of the word of the holiday we celebrate. You know? But it's a time of year when we can win people over to God. And we can show our kindness by giving. Uh, as Christians or just as good decent people it's time for families to come together to celebrate you know take that car ride out. the last several years I've taken anybody and everybody I can to these two tourist attractions uh one is called Castle Noel in Medina, Ohio, where they have a prop from almost every Christmas movie ever. And they also have uh, the window, the Christmas window displays from the Macy's department store in New York City. And it's an amazing tour that you can take. Medina, Ohio, Castle Noel. Uh, the other is called A Christmas Story House and Museum. And it is in Cleveland, Ohio. And this is the house where the scenes from a, the outside scenes, pardon me, of the house in A Christmas Story were shot. Uh, most of the scenes of the inside of the house 
were shot uh, on a sound stage in Canada. But anyways, the outside scenes of the house were shot in Cleveland, Ohio. <coughs> I don't know about all the outside scenes of the movie, but... I take people there, celebrate, have a good time. I take my mom to see a lot of animated Christmas light displays. A lot of people are, uh, that are smart will uh, have this ability to, to synchronize their Christmas lights to music. And, uh, you know, me and mom go and see these Christmas light displays every year. Um... There are a couple parks that we go to that charge admission, but they have a Christmas light display. Uh, I'm working on getting one of those in my town. Um, it, but it's just time to come together. Those, those old Americana family values, the old American way of life, you know, sending a physical paper and envelope with a stamp on it Christmas card I spend months getting Christmas cards ready <laughs> I, I love it and I love getting you know the text messages or people post on my Facebook timeline hey thanks for the Christmas card thanks for thinking of me uh, I got one friend from high school it's a little bit of a he's just he's just a good dude uh, but he's he's kind of an alcoholic and he knows it um, chronically unemployed living in low income housing but I love him and he's every year I send him a Christmas card and uh, he sends me a Facebook message or something uh, that was uh, hey, hey man thanks for the Christmas card that's the only Christmas card I got and, you know I say hey brother you're welcome thanks for serving your country and I, I know it, you know, he's, he grew up hard and a lot of kids picked on him in school and, uh, maybe he didn't have the best home life. I don't know. Um, but I figured, you know, he's, he's a nice guy. He was always good to me, you know, so I send him that card every year, you know, uh, to cheer him up a little bit at the holidays, uh, stuff like that. You know, I mean, that's what we're supposed to do at Christmas time. Um, and, you know, remember when it was when I was a kid and it was all about the presents and stuff. And then as I got older, you know, things changed where, you know, I gave more presents than I received. And that was cool to me. Uh, that's my other favorite thing is surprising someone with a, a gift card to a restaurant they like not fa anything fancy you know or surprising my mom with you know my grandma always bought her a certain perfume because um well it, it was elizabeth taylor brand perfume and in grandma's day Elizabeth Taylor was the most beautiful woman in Hollywood, and she always wanted her daughter to have this perfume. And after Grandma died, 
I kept that tradition alive, you know. Every year when mom opens her perfume, and she says, oh, white diamonds, just like my mom used to always give me. And, and before that, I would buy her perfume, but it would be like Britney Spears perfume or a cool water woman or, you know, something that I would, you know, whatever the celebrity of the day was, Paris Hilton perfume or something. But now it's about keeping that little tradition that grandma had. Grandma would always send me out to get my mom white diamonds perfume by Elizabeth Taylor. <laughs> Elizabeth Taylor's been dead for quite a few years, but somebody's still making money off the name brand. Um, this year I found, I was walking through the store and it was a pretty cheap sweater at Walmart. But I remember, it was like, I, I would call it retro. Had this like, a, a sweater like my mom had when I was a kid. Uh, I don't know what, I remember because it got stolen. Like somebody walked, opened the door to our house, walked in, took one thing, the sweater. And it was a person that lived like a hundred feet from our house. Like, there was, there's an alleyway, like, I live on a normal street, I don't live in an alley, but there was an alleyway, there was a trailer, a trailer, and then a house behind the trailers, and the person that lived in the house stole my mom's sweater out of our house, and we saw her wearing the sweater a few days later, and... <clears throat> These weren't the kind of people you want to mess with. So we just kind of let her have the sweater. But walking through Walmart, I saw a sweater. And it's like a button up the front. So you can button it up or wear it unbuttoned. Uh, and I was like, I'm getting my mom that sweater. That reminds me of the one that got stolen when I was a kid. So I, I don't know. Just weird stuff like that. But, you know, that's what makes Christmas fun. You know, the Christmas specials on television. You know, the other night I was watching some retro shows, uh, Different Strokes and uh, The Facts of Life. And they weren't Christmas episodes. They were just replaying modern actors, uh, replaying the roles of... Uh, Facts of life and different strokes. Um, yeah, and then there was the country Christmas special. Uh, country western singers singing Christmas classics. Uh, one, I, I guess I forgot to record it or something, but it was the boy band challenge Christmas special. All the, the boy bands from the 90s and early 2000s. I want to see that. I'm going to have to find where I saved it on my Roku or on Hulu and watch that. Um, but, you know, those are the things that I think of when I think of Christmas time. Uh, I've been listening to Christmas music for huh, since the beginning of October. There's one station that plays uh, Christmas music starting in October. 
well, for the last two Christmases, they have, because of the pandemic, to cheer us up a little bit. And uh, I rather enjoy that. People riding in my ride share are like, you playing Christmas music in October? It's not even happening. Who cares? It's fun. Smile. You know? Uh, so, those are those are the things that make me grin. Think about your Christmas memories. The best Christmas present you ever got. I tell you, the best Christmas present I ever got was my cousin uh, leaving me alone in his house on Christmas Day with his wife's cousin. You know who you are. That's all I'll say about that. Thank, thank you. Thank you for the best Christmas present I ever got or ever will get. Because you can only get that one once. I'm going to say what it was. But you can use your imagination to a uh, teenage, uh, an 18-year-old and a 19-year-old in a house alone together. Yeah. Yup. <clears throat> we had a good time. Um, and it was fun. It was fun watching her unwrap presents that I bought her. Uh, it was fun. Never mind. <laughs> it was fun unwrapping other things. Boom, boom, boom. What's that thing they do the, with the drums? Rim shot. Ooh. I almost crossed the line there. Rim shot is that thing they do with the drums at the end of a corny joke that they used to. Alright. I've podcasted enough. I'm going to finish this cheap, overpriced cigar I bought at Sheets. But I was, I was jonesing for a cigar. So I couldn't sleep. No, I got a Change my whole schedule for the day. Good night. God bless y'all. Pray for one another. Have a Merry Christmas. Be kind to a stranger. God bless y'all.